The 413th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em for a chance to win $3,000 and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet. Sign up link in the SGPN app. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGP on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. And finally, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Fantasy Pick'em in college or NFL to win 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGP at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 413, I believe, Gumby set off the top. So many, so many episodes. Thank you for listening. Has someone listened to all of them? Let us know if you have. Um, I am one of the hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox. When I show up, I'm one of the hosts. Thanks for coming. I showed up today, and we're going to do UFC 293 Part 2. Today is the main card, and all our fancy, dancy picks. Uh, Prelims, episode 412. Go back if you haven't listened to that yet. Gummy and I differ on one fight as per usual. We'll see if we differ on just one uh, this episode as well. Who's Gumby, you ask? Well, of course, it would be Gumby Reland, my co-host, a.k.a. Danny V. Hi, Danny V. What's up? <laughs> What's up? I gave you nothing to work with, which I love to do. So, oh, so then um, I just throw it right back at you and let you you tread water. Yes. Yeah. Thoughts on this on this card? We have two heavyweight fights on, on the on the prelims and a, a kind of chunky light heavyweight. I guess they're not chunky. And a light heavyweight one with former heavyweights. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say uh, maybe it's not the best pay-per-view card but somewhat not to the fault of the ufc uh some of it is you know throwing some australian guys in there and making sure pretty much every fight on this whole card has an australian or an honorary australian it's a matter of fact i think uh every fight originally booked except for the main event was although i guess you got an honorary australian and israel Desanya, new zealand australia all that kind of stuff so you've got an, an australian or an honorary australian and everyone as it was originally booked so some of their hands were tied in that. And then, you know, the injuries. It's a it's a shame that Kaikara France isn't fighting. Uh, this main card looks a lot better with Kaikara France on it, for sure. Yep, it is true. I didn't dedicate this to anyone. I forgot. Toronto Blue Jays, my, my surge in Toronto Blue Jays, who are back in the playoff, playoff race. Back actually technically in the playoffs as of now. They're only my team when they're winning, and they're winning right now. So there you go. Go Blue Jays. Um. Should we break down the card, Gumby? Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. (laughs) (laughs) Probably it is. All right, this is taking place Saturday or Sunday, if you're in the Australian hemisphere, uh, September the 10th in their their world, September 9th, our world. Kudos Bank Arena, Sydney, New South Wales. We got five fights to break down for you on the main card, and they start pay-per-view at 10 o'clock p.m., and we're going to start with light heavyweights. And... We've got Tyson Pedro, Australian versus Anton. Turkology, pleasure man, not Australian. 
the pleasure man we'll start with first uh, and actually we're gonna let's let's talk with the about the hometown person first pedro nine and four four knockouts and five submissions so he's finished everyone he's been knocked out once submitted once five and four in the ufc he's gone two and one over his last three he did lose his last fight he's uh has been around since 2013 as a professional mma fighter into reach on trichology better striking stats more active landing strikes He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.47 strikes per minute. He's at plus 100, even money. Now the pleasure man. He is 8-2 with five knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted once. 0-2 in the UFC, 1-0 on Contender Series. He's lost two straight fights. Before that, he won four straight. Uh, used to fight at middleweight. He is a pro grappler. He's got an inch of height on Pedro, five years younger. And he's been outstruck over his UFC and Contender Series fights by 0.58 strikes per minute, minus 105. Why is Pedro a dog, Dan? We'll take it. Why is he a dog here? I don't I don't have any idea, man. This this yeah. one seems wild to me because you got a guy in Pedro yeah. who granted, uh, like I'll be honest with you, he hasn't lived up to my expectations of him when they signed him. Uh when they signed him and he knocked out or he capped out Khalil Roundtree and knocked out Paul Craig back to back. Uh I had high expectations for him. I did not think he was gonna get, you know, straight arm locked by Ovin St. Prue, and I did not think he was gonna lose a decision to Modestus Bukaskis. But he's still the guy who could finish Paul Craig. Uh, and and he's anytime he's been put in with, you know, quote unquote, lesser competition, the Ike Villanueva's or the Harry Hunsuckers of the world, he's just dealt with them and dealt with them exactly the way he's supposed to. And like Anton Turkali has not looked good uh, since. I mean, he didn't even look good in his contender series fight. Dana didn't sign him notoriously uh, because he kind of got some wrestling going and not much else. And that's really his game, right? Like his game is shoot a bunch of takedowns and try to work off top. And apart from like a weird spinning back fist that he hit one time, like that that's the only way he wins. Um, and, and Tyson Pedro, does he have flawless takedown defense? No, but I think he's going to be so overwhelming on the feet that I, I just can't imagine. I, you know, the last person to take him down was like five years ago. So like, I, I don't think... Turkali is going to take him down regularly enough to win this fight. I mean, I think Tyson Pedro is the better striker by a mile. Um, I, I'm shocked by this line. I continue to be shocked by this line. We shall take it. We like it when we're shocked by underdogs, and we'll take even if he's at plus 100. We we will take Tyson Pedro. I should probably tell you about some of our sponsors so we can actually stay in your ears here. Ladies and gentlemen, like DraftKings, can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? That's over. NFL is here, a DraftKings sportsbook. I thought you were telling me to answer that. I thought you were telling me to answer that question. No. (laughs) God, can you believe it, Dan? Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I I can't believe it. I was flowing there, too. Sometimes you flow and sometimes you kick it to me. So who am I to tell? Uh, (laughs) Fine. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? (laughs) Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. NFL is here on DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game a day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Gumby says, pick the Cowboys. I'm not even going to kick to him because he's already interrupted enough. Pick the Cowboys, all the DraftKings bets you can do. Download now and use code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem called Wayne Hunter Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And if you're stressed out about buying tickets last minute or you're trying to find the best deal, Game Time is the place for you because Game Time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy. I've used that on their app myself. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, we're moving to the big boys. Justin Taffa, Austin Lane, heavyweights. Tell you about Lane first. 12 and 3, one, uh, one no contest, 11 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out himself three times. 0 and 0 with one no contest in the UFC. He fought Taffa. There was a eye poke. He poked Taffa in the eye. No contest. So now they're running it back. He was 1 and 1 in the contender series. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. As I take a drink, correct. Get the shirt at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Six inches taller, six inches of reach on Taffa. He's outstruck his UFC and contender series opponents by 2.66 strikes per minute. He's at plus 190. Bad man, Justin Taffa, six and three with one no contest. He's been knocked out. Six, he's knocked out six people. All of his wins have come via knockout. That means he's been knocked out once himself. Three and three with one no contest in the UFC. Two and oh in, with one no contest over his last three. As I said, he had the eye poke in his last fight. He got, he was the poke, or pokey, excuse me, uh, regional champion. He is Miss Weight in the UFC at heavyweight. So that's something to keep in mind. He's six years younger than Lane. More active landing strikes and better grappling stats than Lane. He's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.93 strikes per minute. Minus 210. Gumby. This is Taffa all day. Uh, Lane's a heavyweight who I don't think has a particularly great chin. And he's super hittable. He's like upright all the time. Uh, You know, Taffa hits like a, a truck. We know that about him and his brother. He shuts your lights off if you give him a chance to land. And look, Lane didn't last a minute with Greg Hardy. Um, And and I really do think, uh, while that was a while ago, is indicative of the way he fights. He's just like, he's a really tall heavyweight. You know, he's like 6'6". But he fights so upright, and he just uses none of his range. And that just comes from being a guy who was, you know, a football player who's reformed into being an MMA fighter. And... He just doesn't have some of those kickboxing basics down. I do kind of like his ground game when he's there. I just don't know his path to getting there because he's going to have to tango with Taffa for a little bit first. And I don't know how long he'll last. So I'm on Justin Taffa here. I was seriously thinking uh, of taking lane right up to like half a minute ago. And then I'm like, no, Uh, he looked all right in the two minutes or whatever in the original fight. But, but like you said, he's, eventually he's going to get hit. I, I don't see him stopping Taffa. Um, he's big and athletic, but I don't see him stopping him. And Taffa, all he does is stop people. So yeah, um, give me Taffa. Bad man here at minus 210. We're going to go down to flyweights now from the biggest to the smallest of the boys. Manel Kate versus Felipe Dos Santos, who we've spoken of before because he was supposed to be on Contender Series. Lipe Detona is the nickname. And we even named an episode after his nickname. Lip detonates or lip detonator he's 7-0 with one no contest 
two knockouts, three submissions. He's won three straight fights. This is his short notice UFC debut. Warning, warning, danger, danger. Uh, two inches of height on Cape, seven years younger than him, plus 320. Starboy, Minog Cape, 18 to 6, 11 knockouts, five submissions. He's been submitted twice. Three and two in the UFC. He's won three straight fights after dropping his first two in the promotion. His last two wins have come via knockout or TKO. Has not lost since March of 2021. His missed weight before. Uh, he was the Ryzen champion and a regional champion. Used to fight at Bantamweight. 2012 Pro MMA debut. Minus 380. Obviously, Cape is the pick. He's uh, one of the top flyweight prospects in the world. And he's fighting a newcomer on short notice. Uh, agree with you. Also, I found out after the fact that that name is actually just his name and then the detonator. So, like, it's... Uh, it's like if we called you Jeff the Detonator. Oh, right, right, right. It's Lipe Detona. Yeah, it just means Lipe the Detonator. Um, so that's, uh, it wasn't Lip Detonator, sadly. Um, well, but, that's better. Yeah, it is better. Uh, but yeah, the Lip your, one's better. But... To, to, to your point, I'm thinking Manel Cape here. I, I think uh, I think if you give me the Manel Cape who fought in his first couple of fights in the UFC, you know, if you, if you want to go back to when he lost to Pantoja or Nicolau, uh, and just seem disinterested in throwing punches. I think he could lose this fight. I think he could find a way to lose to to Felipe Dos Santos on short notice, uh, despite his you know age and relative newness, because it, he just wasn't urgent. But the fact that he's like urgent and moves forward now and has clearly been beating the crap out of people looking for finishes, just like I, I obviously love this version of Manel Cape. He's the champion type dude who I thought he was going to be all along. Um, and, and I think this fight, you know, a guy on short notice halfway across the world who cut weight two weeks ago, man, dude, that is a lot of alarm bells going off, but, uh, yeah, I like Cape here. Yes, sorry. Cape is the pick. We're flying through the picks here. We're already to the co-main event. It is a heavyweight fight tied to Ivasa versus Alexander Volkov. Just, we need more heavyweights. Um, all right. Bam, bam, Tyvusa, Taya. Bossa, excuse me, Australian. Uh, he's 14-5 with 13 knockouts. He's been knocked out three times, submitted once. 8-5 and five in the UFC. He's lost two straight, both via knockout. 5-2 and two over his last seven. Was a regional champion. 5-2 and two as a pro boxer as well. Uh, based on the last weigh-ins, he was 8 pounds heavier than Volkov. He is 5 years younger. And he's been outstruck in the UFC by .36 strikes per minute. He's at plus 205. Drago Volkov, 36-10. and 10, 24 knockouts, 3 submissions. He's been Knocked out twice, submitted three times. 10 and four in the UFC. He's won two straight fights, both via TKO. Three of his last four have been wins. Was the Bellator champion and the M1 champion before this UFC run. 2009 Pro MMA debut. Five inches height, five inches of reach on Tui Vasa. Better striking stats, more active landing strikes, and better grappling stats than Tui Vasa. And he's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.89 strikes per minute. He's at minus 240. I'm a... Uh, I... You know, I, I couldn't find very many dogs I liked on this card. And this is just one I think you have to pull the trigger on dog or pass here. I, I don't think you can really get behind Volkov at this crazy number he's at. And, like, I, I don't know that there's any UFC fighter, may, maybe Jelton Almeida and John Jones uh, at heavyweight, that I, I wouldn't consider Tai Tuivasa at 2-1 to one against. You know what I mean? Like, is he the better fighter here? Hell no. He is undoubtedly not a better fighter than Alexander Volkov. Will it matter? Possibly not. Uh, and that's the thing about Tai Tuivasa, right? It's like no matter what fight he's in, 
he's got that chance. He's got the chance to just like end you. I mean, he did it to, to Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis landed some bombs. He's got an incredible chin. He took everything Derek Lewis had to offer, and then he turned the table. And you could almost say the exact opposite about Volkov. For as talented as Volkov is, he often finds ways to lose fights. Like, that's what he's out. I mean, he did it against Derek Lewis. Not to evoke Darren Lewis, Derek Lewis twice and sit here and talk about, you know, MMA math. But he did the same thing to Derek Lewis. He beat the stuffing out of Derek Lewis for almost three full rounds. Still found a way to eat a right hand and go to sleep. You know, like, that, that's all you need to know about the way that these two fight. Is like, one is dangerous even after he's had the snot beat out of him. One is ready to be knocked out even after he's dished it out. So... You know, should Volkov win this fight? Handedly. He should pick him apart. He should stay at range. He should stay away from those big bombs. And I just don't trust that he will. It's certainly not at, you know, a, a number over two to one. So, yeah, I'll take the dog money here on Ty Tuivasa. Yeah, I'll, um, I think Volkov's going to win. So I'm going to pick him. But all of Gumby's points were very valid. Um Tuivas is is always uh, dangerous. So, um, but I think Volkov's going to win. So that's who I'm going to pick here. Is it main event time already? It is main event time already. I guess these fights are so easy for us to break down. We're just ripping through. It's uh, middleweights, middleweight championship of the world. Actually, Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. Uh, Tarzan Strickland. Do you have you heard anyone ever call him Tarzan? Yeah, well, back when he used to when he debuted and he was fighting it. <laughs> and... Uh, welterweight and he had the hair like Tarzan. Yeah, but yeah, does not have hair like Tarzan anymore. That's for sure. Um, all right, Strickland, twenty-seven and five, eleven knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Fourteen and five in the UFC. He won two straight. Before that, he lost two straight. Won his last fight via TKO. Used fight down at welterweight and up at light heavyweight. Was regional champion, two thousand eight pro MMA debut. Two years younger than Adesanya. More active landing strikes and better grappling stats than Adesanya. And he's outstruck his UFC opponents with 1.58 strikes per minute, plus 480. Adesanya, the last style bender or just style bender. He's listed as both now. Uh, he's 24 and 2 with 16 knockouts. He's been knocked out himself once. 13 and 2 in the UFC. This is the second. He's just starting his second reign as a champion at middleweight. He won his last fight via knockout to get himself the championship again. Uh, he's 4 and 1 over his last five. He used to fight at light heavyweight or has fought at light heavyweight. Mostly he is a middleweight, though. A multi-region championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsgamepodcast.com slash store. 2012 pro MMA debut. Uh, his incomplete uh, kickboxing record is 75 and 5. So he's very experienced in kickboxing. 5 and 1 as a pro boxer. 3 inches taller than, than Tarzan. 4 inches of reach on him. He's outstruck his UFC opponents with 1.06 strikes per minute. Minus 450. Obviously, Adesanya is the pick here. Uh, Strickland is just right place, right time, willing to uh, go halfway across the world to fight Adesanya on his home turf. Uh, um, I think this is this could be a really stinky, stinky fight. Uh, Strickland talks and acts like a killer outside the cage, but once he's in the cage, he's just a pitter-patter, doesn't finish anyone normally. Um, and Adesanya actually is very often the same. Uh, he, he fights very, very... Um, cautiously, unless he's forced not to, and I, I don't see that happening here. So this could be a boring and five-round slog, but Adesanya is going to win. Yeah, I, I see people trying to find value in in Sean Strickland's line, and and I just, 
you know, in order for me to say, you know, because those lines, they get boosted way up, right? Like, he'll, you'll probably be able to find him at almost five to one by the time this fight actually goes down. And I'll just say, like, you have to ask yourself, would he win one out of every five times? Because uh, cause that's basically what you're you're saying. And I don't know that you can draw, like, a real path to him winning this fight, right? Like, he's not going to out-volume Israel Adesanya. He's not going to out-accuracy in volume, is he? It's just not going to happen. And that's most of his game. Uh, he doesn't have more power. Like, in, in a lot of his other fights, he's been the guy with less power and just one on volume. So, like, is he suddenly going to turn up the power and have enough accuracy to hit Izzy? I, I think he's just going to whiff all the time. Or he's going to hit, like, a couple pitter-patter jabs and get smoked with something on the return. Um, and I don't think he's got the wrestling to, to feasibly make it work on the ground. Uh, Izzy has shown with the exception of the fourth and fifth round against Jan Blankovic that he can either stuff it or get back up. Uh, and again, that was a heavyweight. And I don't think of Sean Strickland as a particularly good wrestler. So I, I just have no way of, of drawing up how he wins this. If he shocks me and I'm wrong, you know, so be it. But I, I couldn't even I can't find value on anybody if if I can't even reasonably write away that they win. Yep. Very, very true. So um, that is it. Do you think is do you think it's going to be a blocky fight or do you think Adesanya put his foot on the gas and finish Strickland? I don't know. So sometimes it's really what's up to Izzy. Um, on one hand, yeah. uh, I. uh I could see him just never being pressured by Sean Strickland and just being like, okay, this is fine. I'll just beat the hell out of him. Um, and, and I can definitely see that kind of fight, but I could also see the fact that like, since Sean Strickland doesn't seem to pose a threat to him, him just deciding to end it. You know what I mean? Cause if Izzy gets overly aggressive, it's not like Sean Strickland's going to turn around and sleep him. You know what I mean? And th that's really where a lot of these champions yeah. who get into the mode of like, I need to defend this 15 times for my legacy and stuff like that. They get a little safer, right? We saw it at the end of GSP's career. We saw it at the end of, well, yeah. I guess and Anderson Silva went down like Anderson Silva. But, like, we, we see it at the end of these runs. The John Jones run at light heavyweight, same thing. I, I could see him doing that kind of thing. But I could also see him being like, well, you know, this, this guy doesn't actually pose any threat. So why don't I just go in there and punch him real hard? Yep. Very, very good point. So we see no value in the underdog there, but we do see value in underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. With a fantasy pick'em game, you pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually spend your Saturday Sundays, excuse me, doing, watching the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by play, going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. You can also win on our underdog fantasy Major League Baseball, MLB picks that Gumby and I trade off doing every day on sportsgumbypodcast.com. Gumby says, take any pitcher up against the Rockies, take their over in strikeouts or higher, they call it on Underdog Fantasy. So watch along, whatever sport you are playing along with, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And if you want some free stuff, we got free roll football contest going on in SGP. Free season long NFL pick'em contest. $1,000 for first place, $500 for second place. If you're a Patreon member for the NFL season, your prizes double to $2,000 and $1,000. Plus, if a Patreon member wins the free roll con football contest, they'll get the autographed full size sports gaming podcast helmet, which includes guests like Joe Theismann, 
Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Sally, Eric Metcalf, and LeGarrette Blunt. Sign up link is in the SGP and app. And sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Patreon is where you need to go to get in for your chance to double your prizes and win the weekly Patreon pickums. Okay, let's go back to the MMA. Uh, let's recap our picks, and then we'll give you our fancy picks, and then we'll we'll be out of there. Um, we both have Izzy Adesanya. We both have no, actually, we don't. This is there's one we differ on. He has Tai Tuivasa, he being Gumby. I have Volkov. We both have Cape. Both have Tafa. We both have Pedro. One again, Gumby. It was going to be two, but I changed my, my one pick. So one again. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty much how we roll lately. It uh, it is. Um, all right, locks, dogs, props, parlays, all that fun stuff. It's my turn to start, and of course, as per usual, I'm not prepared to pick a pick a lock. Let's see. Let's try to find a line that's fairly decent. It's a bit better than mine is 450 uh, in the main event. Um, bum, 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 bum. I, hmm. There's not really that many great lines this week, Dan. Or is there now that I go th- over all of them again? Most of them are, most of the favorites are pretty high that we took. I'll give me Carlos Allberg minus 270. All right. Um, uh, mine is going to be quite a bit lower of a line than that. Give me Tyson Pedro plus 100. Wow, uh, look at you, hot shot. Dude, it, it might be the best line of the night, uh, top to bottom. I, I mean, I like know he's going to go out there. He's going to beat up Pleasure Man. I, I can't, I, you know, what? we've been talking about it all week in the Discord. If you guys aren't in there, oh, we've already tipped our hands. Like, this is a crazy line. I don't know what the public's seeing, but the money keeps coming in on Pleasure Man. So uh, maybe wait a bit on it and get it even higher. But yeah, my lock of the week, I'm going to go uh, Pedro. No, we move lines. So once this, this episode drops, that line's going to uh, go crazy in the Pedro's favor. Um, so Gumby's lock is my dog of the week. <laughs> my dog is Pedro plus 100. I kind of thought you were going to do that. Uh, I didn't yep. think you were going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go with, because uh, I only got three total dogs, uh, one of them being Pedro. Uh, for my dog of the week, I'm going to go uh, Gabriel Miranda. Uh, I think the grappling advantage here against Shane Young is going to be too good. And I actually think he's going to look good on the feet against him, too. So, yeah, give me uh, give me Miranda. We had Miranda plus 145 for you. Um, let me see. Let me see what we're. I wasn't even going to take Tafa. But I, I take it Tafa is knockout prop. It's probably off the charts, right? If I remember correctly, it's not good. Hang on, I'm on it right now. Oh, okay. uh, Tafa by KO, negative 165. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, how about this double down, which I've been doing? Pedro by TKO KO plus 390. That's an insane number as well, Dan. Because that's yeah, how he wins. I, yeah, I, that's... uh, Man, that's so juicy. Um, it yeah. is. I'm taking yeah. it. I, I like it. Pedro KO, uh, 390. I'm going to go with a number that's almost that big. Um, With a guy I'm pretty confident in. I'm going to take Manel Cape uh, up against the newcomer, Dos Santos. Uh, but uh, surprisingly, I don't think Cape gets the finish against Felipe Dos Santos. Felipe is really, really freaking tough. He's a shoot to box guy. We've been talking about the toughness of shoot to box guys for how long now? Um, I know he's young. He's probably less experienced. 
but he's taken shots before and and I've been really impressed with his chin. I've been really impressed with his uh his cardio. I'm going to say Manil Cape beats him but has to like take him all 15 minutes. Plus 350 on Manil Cape for my decision. Uh so that's what I'm going to go for that one. Nice. Very very nice. Okay. So Pedro is his lock mine's Alberg, Miranda and Pedro are our dogs and Cape decision and Pedro knockout are our Fancy prop plays. All right, two fight parlay time. We call it the Hunger Man John Super Fan Parlay, and it's going to win its big money when it hits this week. Gumby, go ahead. I'm going to go double submission on the uh, Hunger Man John this week. Mm. I'm going to take uh, Gabriel Miranda, my dog of the week. I'm going to take him by submission. Like I said, I think he's going to be better on the mat than Shane Young, and quite a bit better on the mat than Shane Young. You can get that at plus two eighty, uh, which I was kind of surprised was that high. Um, plus 280 on Miranda by some, and then I'm going to add Chuck Buffalo by some he's plus 190 to sub blood diamond. And as we talked about blood diamond on the mat is just not up to snuff. Um, so when you pair those two together, you get, this is, you know, my rule is a 10 to one, right? I got to give you something yep. 10 to one or yep. better. It's plus a thousand and two. <laughs> oh, there you go. He just squeaked over the finish line. So Miranda sub rad key sub. There you go. All right. You're all set now. If you listen to both episodes, you are all set for this weekend. Make sure you come into the Discord and chat with us. It will be jumping. Uh, it's always jumping, but especially Saturday night. It will be uh, off the chain, as the kids used to say. Um, that's sports, <laughs> I think they used to say it. SportsGamingPodcast.com slash Discord. Yeah, that's what it is. SGPN MMA is the spot on Twitter, as is Gumby Vreeland and Jeff Fox Writer on Twitter and I'm also on Instagram under that handle. Gumby's got the Top Turtle MMA podcast. It's a really good show. He interviews people. He talks some MMA with someone other than me. So that's that's a positive. Who's on this week? Gumby, remind me. Uh we are talking to Fernando Padilla who is fighting on Noche UFC next week. And then we're talking to Malik Lewis who is on contender series this upcoming Tuesday. Yep. I listened to both of them. Very good interviews. You uh not, not too many dot interviews, Gumby. Usually people come through. You 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 pull you pull the goodness out of these out of these participants, I guess. I I I've had a dud here or there. Um, yeah, occasionally, but not. Yeah, often. yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, I I thank the fighters for not being boring. That that makes it easy. Exactly. And and the duds are funny anyhow. <laughs> they they are. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes he gets weirdos on. They're not duds. They're fun. Um. All right. So that's Top Turtle. I've got a Substack. At the very least, subscribe for free and get in my pick'em contest so I can give you prizes when you win. That's moneymma.substack.com. And all things sports gambling is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and at our Patreon. Gumby, we're going to come back Sunday to counter money and to make some Dana White Contender Series picks. Uh, take us out of here. All right, I'm Dana Gumby Freeland. He's Jeff Chuff, Chuck Buffalo Fox. <laughs> and we will see you on Sunday. Mm-hmm.